Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Give, give me the update. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert update. A quick look at what's happening in entertainment. Dirt. We want the dirt. On My Talk. My Talk. Did you want to tell me something? Something. Sarah Gilbert stepped out without her wedding ring on Saturday, one day after she filed for separation from her wife of five years, Linda Perry. According to documents obtained by Us Weekly, Gilbert, who's 44, filed for separation from the 54-year-old singer on Friday. The actress cited the reason is irreconcilable differences and requested joint and legal custody of their five-year-old son. I when when he said Sarah Gilbert, my face completely Who changed. Who did you think he was saying? I thought he meant half half pint. Melissa Gilbert. Laura <laughs> <laughs> Eagles Wilder. Oh my god. I don't even know what Melissa like, Gilbert's up to. She's a lesbian? Like I was shocked <laughs> that half pint was a lesbian, but that's not it. You're talking about Sarah Gilbert. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm from Roseanne. Yeah. Okay, I got it. Never mind. <laughs> no, it's okay. Well, uh, <laughs> From that to this, a warning that this story is tragic and graphic. The bodies of Bill and Joe Smith, twin brothers who starred in the TLC docuseries My Big Fat Gypsy Wedding, they were found hanging in a tree in England. They were 32. TMZ said the siblings' deaths are being treated as an apparent joint suicide. The gardeners appeared on season three of the TV show, which documented the lives and traditions of Irish traveler families. I watched that series. I remember watching a little bit of that series, but this, wow. Yeah, so dual, identical twins. Dual, oh my gosh. That's a really tragic story for sure. And the Mandalorian creator and showrunner John Favreau announced on social media that his Star Wars-themed space western will return on Disney Plus for a second season. Starring Pedro Pascal as a bounty hunter, The Mandalorian has received good reviews from critics and earned widespread attention for its adorable puppet character, the child whom the internet calls, of course, Baby Yoda. Baby so Yoda. that's is it is so the finale has happened. It happened. So I now I can go it stream it. Yep. Okay. I haven't watched it yet. You're yeah. right, Bradley. You All can right. do 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 yeah. do. And then I can get rid of my Disney Plus for the month. In one month. Yeah. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> right, there you go. For more entertainment news, you can download the MyTalk app or go to mytalk1071.com. That's a lot of dirt. Dirt alert dirt. updates at the top of every hour. Plus, get extended dirt alerts at 820, 1220, and 520. I gotta go. I'll be back in an hour. And now, Jason and Alexis in the morning with producer Don on my talk. Everything entertainment. The top three tips to get your way through Galaxy's Edge will be yours in just a few months. <laughs> I'm overselling this probably. But good morning. You're listening to Jason and Alexis in the morning, Monday, December 30th, 2019. It's just after 5 minutes uh after the seven o'clock hour 
I am not fully caffeinated yet, but I will be by the 8 o'clock hour, I promise you. Dawn is here, thank God. Um, Kenny, of course, and Rob as well. Now, Dawn, you'd spent, for those who may not remember, the, or not know, the Christmas holiday at Disney World with Jason and Colin, literal Disney experts. So you got to experience Galaxy's Edge, the Star Wars theme world at Disney World with two people who know better than anyone how to do it successfully and to get the most out of your trip. What was the most exciting thing? The most exciting thing? About Disney's Galaxy's Edge. Riding the new ride, Rise of Resistance. Okay. It is the best ride experience I've ever had. So I don't know anything about Galaxy's Edge. Is it just a ride? Is it a like part of the park? Are there many things to do? Like set the scene for me and those of us who have no connection with reality. It is 14 acres. Okay, oh, wow. so it's huge. It's the biggest expansion they've done at Disney World. Um, it is great. So it's entirely submersive. It's like you're walking around a planet. It's fantastic. So once you, do you like walk through like a gate, doors? Like what's? Um, yeah, basically you go through. It's not a gate, but it's basically you just round the corner and there it is. Okay, it turns into in into Galaxy's Edge. Um, so. So I'll just start off with what you need to do to be able to experience this because everyone, this is where everyone wants to go. It's at Hollywood Studios. So if you just like, I would give this advice. If you want to just experience this and have a great time and you cannot afford to do a three-day park hopper pass and go to all the parks, just go to Hollywood Studios. Okay. Because there's enough to do there. There are other, there's Toy Story Land in there and, and, you know, the Rock and Roller Coaster and and that uh, Tower of Terror and it's in and of itself the park you need to go to okay. right now. So, so make a day of it. Yes, you make a day of it. And what you have to do is you have to get up super early because this is what happens. You have to have the Disney app in order. Like, there's no, you will not ride the ride if you don't do this. So you have to have the Disney World app and you have to arrive before the park opens. Okay. Because what everyone is doing, and you can go to Jason's Instagram or Two Fairy Godfathers and see the crowd. That were, we got to the park at 5.15 a.m. I saw these photos and it was dark still, right? It's dark. Yeah, because I thought, is, is this at night? No, this is before the park opens. So you have to get there before the park opens in order to be let into the gates. Because the thousands of people that are standing outside, we were one of them. You know, there were about a thousand people there before we got there at 5.15 that had been there since 4 a.m. Wow. So what they're doing is they're waiting in line to get into the park first because you're trying to get into a boarding group to ride the new ride, Rise of Resistance. Okay, so you want to get to the park so that you can ride the ride. You want to ride Rise of Resistance. Yeah. This is the brand new ride. Uh, it is 22 minutes long. Wow, that's that's insane because I always feel like every ride is 30 at a theme seconds. park is 30 seconds long. Well, this is an immersive experience where you're going through several different worlds and chambers and then you're going into this world and then you have the stormtroopers there and they're getting you into line because they've caught you you know because you're basically a prisoner and you're trying to escape so the storyline is really just like let's maneuver you around in this big ass line that um will inevitably get you on an actual ride yeah basically but it's so submersive and immersive that it's great so beginning of the park you get in the doors you cannot, you have to be in with your pass or your magic band 
and then it will allow you to get into the app and um, you go to Galaxy's Edge and it says join a boarding group. So once everyone is through the doors, the thousands of people, once they scan their thing, they let us in a little bit early so it wouldn't be chaotic. Yeah. Everybody is so. We're is everybody waiting. just like running like it's like Black Friday? They start at running, Walmart? but when you first get in, people just need to get through the gates. Okay. So they lead you through. They won't let you go off on side roads. They funnel you through like cattle, just the main boardwalk, and then you are once six o'clock hits, everyone is tapping their phone. They're trying to desperately get into a boarding group because these are the people that are, we're all going to ride the ride, and people that show up later are not. Because they only can have so many people a day. Yeah. So we got into group 38, and we did it at 6 a.m. Oh, my God. Group 38 meaning like 1, 2, 3, all the way to 38. So you're not. when are you riding the ride then? Um, We rode the ride surprisingly at 10.30 a.m. Okay. But it said, by the way, if you're in group 91 or after, you might not ride the ride. Sorry. It might be 11 p.m., like you have to wait. You just have to wait until your group is called. And I'm assuming, can you go leave the park, go home, take a nap? Absolutely. Okay. So mm-hmm. you're, once you're in, you're in, and then it's kind of. <laughs> but what happens is, once everyone gets in their boarding group, people start running to get on the Millennium Falcon, because that is the ride that was there first, and that's the ride that you can't have a fast pass for, and you have to stand in line. Got it. So basically, so once you get in your time. once you get in your boarding group, people are making a mad dash to get in line. So I rode the Millennium Falcon ride in like before the sun came up, and then you're just doing other things, waiting for your boarding group to be called. Got it. So it's it's a lot, but it's that ride is unbelievable what's the millennium falcon ride you just get on the millennium falcon (laughs) yeah so you get which go to my instagram uh dawn at dark and you can see i've i shot video of the outside of this real life looking millennium falcon that is the size of the like they have the kylo ren ship is the real one from the movie that they didn't end up using because um ryan johnson didn't it was on ryan johnson used but jj abrams didn't like it so he had another one made so anyway uh, all of these ships are real to size lifelike you get in and it's a simulation of flying the millennium falcon so you have two pilots i was the pilot on the right i controlled the up oh my god you were actually the pilot i was the pilot jason was we were two pilots he was working left and right and i was working up and down okay and then colin you're in a group of six. Colin and someone else, they were shooting. They were the gunners. Okay. And then we had two engineers. So everybody's doing stuff to do this. I had the pleasure of putting us into hyperspace. So I get to pull this lever and you just shoot. I mean, it feels so lifelike. You feel like you're really flying the Millennium Falcon. It's crazy. And you go through this whole course and you're getting shot at. And it's like you're screaming. It's so fun. Kenny has a look on his face. But you're not in control, right? Uh, yeah, I'm in control. Why? Well, what do you mean? You I mean, it's a say, simulation. Oh, so, oh. but it's it's like basically that. Okay, so it's thing not. You're in. It's not like Space Mountain. No. Okay, but you so feel you, it's it's just like any major I, ride there now. It's a simulation. So you could crash. 
you're crashing. Allegedly. Yes. I mean, we. I did some bad maneuvering, and we were... And then you get your point, your scores at the end. Oh, okay. And huh. so, yep. So it's... I mean, that Millennium Falcon ride is great. It's just did a little short. Did you feel short. barfy? Because I, uh, <laughs> oh. I haven't been to World. I've been to Land, and they have a Tower of Terror ride there, and that's the one where it basically <laughs> shoots you up and down. Yeah. Um, and then they open the door, and you're basically three seconds away from barfing at all times. Was it kind of barfy? <laughs> well, I don't get barfy. I'm a skydiver, so I... Oh, okay. like, like, I don't well, have that experience. Oh, well, let <laughs> oh, I mean, I she can sit backwards drink coffee in the and she's a skydiver. <laughs> I know, humble brag. <laughs> no, but that's just the, I mean, I, I really want to get into the Rise of the Resistance ride and what that was like, if we could do that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, really quickly, Rob, you wanted to say something. Right, we had a listener call in, and Dawn, she was wondering how all three of you got in the same group, if you're all trying to get in with your app. Oh, or- okay, so we're already in our own group. You You, on the Disney World app... You have a friend list. So you are, before I went on the trip, they had me accept that I was their friend. And so you're linked together already on the app. So whoever gets in first just clicks your three names because it's just like a drop down. And so that person, like we're all trying at the same time. You have to do a fair amount of work. This is why it's so important to like know people or listen to Two Fairy Godfathers. Because how the heck would you have any idea if you were just like, Let's take the family to Disney World. You just World. show up? No. Right. I mean, every single park, there's a cool ride to ride, and you kind of have to get there when the door's open to do it. Or you'll spend half your day waiting in line. Well, should we talk about that when we come back? Yeah, yeah. All right, so we're going to find out. And I want to hear about um, the main ride. Yeah. What's it called again? Rise of Resistance. Rise of Resistance. All right, we'll do that when we come back right here on Jason Alexis in the morning on My Talk 107.1. And we're a sucker for Star Wars. By the way, I saw the movie. We'll get to that, but I want to hear about the Rise of the Resistance ride to Dawn's Trip. You're listening to Jason Alexis in the morning. It's uh, almost, well, it's about 7.17 this beautiful Monday morning. It's hard to keep track of the days because we're in that holiday two weeks where, you know, nothing is real and everyone smokes. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I'm Bradley Trainer in for Jason (laughs) along with Dawn. I'm going to smoke before the end of the year and then I'm going to give it up for New Year's. Are you really? No. Oh. I love the smell of cigarettes. I used to smoke. I did too. And I've given it up for many, many years now, but I still smell a good old ciggy. Sometimes I like to stand next to people that have smoked Mm -hmm. and I go, let Mm -hmm. me just breathe out. Don, you should smoke cigars. You'd be a good cigar smoker. Oh my gosh. One or two a day. Nothing serious. (laughs) Jesus, it seems pretty serious to me. Whoa. Yeah, you know, like a $40 habit. No big deal. (laughs) Why not? Okay. I'll do it. You work in radio. Yeah. You can afford it. Um, let's talk about Rise of the Resistance. So yeah. for those of uh, the listeners joining us, you listen to the podcast. Your holi- yeah, listen to the podcast. <laughs> yeah. But you were at uh, Disney over the holiday and you got to finally go to Galaxy's Edge and ride the biggest of the rides, which you had to get there at like the butt crack of dawn. It's no true of my own butt crack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We had to get up so early, get into a boarding group. We wrote it at 1030. Um, so. What I can say without ruining anything is that it's really immersive. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. It is, you feel like 
you are in a movie. You feel like you are not in a movie that's being filmed, but you feel like you're really in the world. Yeah. I mean, you go in and they're lining you up. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, those people take this job very seriously. And it's one of the things that I find, like, I marvel at most when I'm in that experience. I'm like, these people are doing this for real. Yeah. It's like the true. actors, the, the actors, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they have actors in there. They have stormtroopers. You're lined up and you're basically like a prisoner to begin with. <laughs> Kenny. I love how do you side mouth it when you say, Jesus, yeah. look at these guys are doing yeah. this for They'll real. catch you and they're you like, I'm sorry, did you have something to say? Like Popeye, you talk yeah. out of the side of your mouth. Yeah. You know. Jason likes to sort of push the envelope, so he'll like reach over and start pressing some buttons. <laughs> and they'll be like, you Don't know, do that. be like, do not <laughs> You know, they're really stern. And uh, then does he laugh? Because again, oh, I would yeah, have a he's hard like, time. sorry. <laughs> it's so funny. He's like, oh, and then he'll do it again. And they're like, we'll take him aside and give him a talking to. So they really will take him aside. They're like, sir, like, get up right next to it. Yeah, it was funny. Where does this fall on a uh, hierarchy, hierarchy of acting? Are you? Is this, I would love to do this. Are you barely in show business? Or are you seriously ensconced in so uh, show business? And this would be a good gig. I'm wondering how they get those because they have to apply. Like you have to be within. Like you have to. If you want to work in Galaxy's Edge, you have to. You know, get the gig. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just not anybody who gets to do that. But like on the well, and I'm sure there's a hierarchy to your point, Kenny. There's even a hierarchy within those jobs. So the Galaxy's Edge sure. job the rise is of probably the rise of the ride. resistance is probably like better you know, than the gift shop. He those people look down on the people so, that are just like yeah. walking through the park. <laughs> so there's a whole thing in the in the company uh, lunchroom, you know, where there's attitude. Yeah, yeah. probably little clicks. Like, oh, he's a stormtrooper at Rise of the Resistance. <laughs> Right, exactly. He he's somebody. Oh, he's Kylo Ren because there's a Kylo Ren that walks around, which I have some video of him on my Instagram as well. So they're actually, I mean, are they casting him to look alike? So does he look, or is he's it like no? Knock he's off? in a full helmet. He doesn't oh, take it off, oh, yeah, so it could yeah. be a woman in there for all you know. Yeah. So, so you get in there and you do so. You have like three different series of. It's a whole storyline that they've created. It's not just like I'm on a roller coaster. So you go into like this bay, this area. You kind of are a normal person just flying in a ship. And um, then you realize that you have been taken captive and that they know you're there. You go into a hangar that is breathtaking. When it opens up, people gasp because it's so big. And there are just about 100 stormtroopers in there just ready to greet you with their guns. And is everybody just like in a in a like a group, a, a group? or you're just yeah. all like looking around like what are we doing? Where are mm, we going? Yeah, you, I mean you have a person that's leading you, you know. So, you know, you're in a group of like gosh, I don't even know how many people. I think 20 or something. Yeah, about 20. And then you are you go into one room and then you are made to get on these little cars, which this was one of the coolest things is that you're in like a a buggy type of a you know, thing that sits about uh, six. And this thing is not on a track, and it starts moving independently. It's, like, programmed. And oh, crap. Everybody... So it's like Google, like Google cars or whatever they're called. The, yeah. The um, autonomous vehicles. Exactly. So yeah. your large group splits up into, like, six different so nobody's cars. nobody's driving? No. Oh, wow. It's like you get in these little cars, and, like, then your little buggies are moving independently and you guys like will quickly split off and go down another hallway away from them and you're turning and spinning and you're seeing space and like 
there's fights out. I mean, there's like things going down out there. You know, Kylo Ren shows up. He chases you. His I don't know how they do this, but he starts cutting through the floor with his lightsaber, and it's like digital, but it looks real, like it's right above your head. Oh wow! You go up, you so you're shoot sweating. up, you're paying. You you <laughs> shoot down like T- Tower of Terror, Bradley. Like you drop that much. Oh my like, god! You, I mean, it's crazy. I I was crying by the end of it because I was so excited. I know that sounds dorky, but I was holding my little baby Yoda and. <laughs> <laughs> These two uh, girls who did not speak English in front of me were like, because they heard me like, just like, oh, God, (laughs) just freaking out. And when we stopped the ride and we're just getting out to the outside world and we're rolling out in our buggy, they turned around and looked at me and were kind of laughing at me because I had tears. (laughs) They were like, look at this. Look at this lady. Look at this nerd. No, but you were you were all in. It was. As I mean, you, you can't. And so this was the first time Jason and Colin had ridden it too. Oh, really? Because they hadn't been to the park since that oh. ride opened. Because it just opened. Okay. You know, things might calm down a little bit, and you might not have to wait in these lines and get to the park before. You probably will, though, because even when we did Avatar, which is in Animal Kingdom, that was the biggest ride a couple of years ago. We still had to get to the park before it opened to get in to get to ride that ride. Again, go uh, download Two Fairy Godfathers and listen because you're going to get all those sorts of tips and tricks. Because you will be able to know how to get your fast passes in advance from them. You have to do that because you can do three of those a day and then you're able to ride the biggest rides and not waste your time. Because if you don't do that, you're going to stand in line for four hours. I mean, it's stupid. and they don't. They, they, presumably, nobody's giving you a heads up about any of this. No, it's and it's fast passes are free. It's not like you have to pay for that. Is there you anybody just, to to just like ask questions? Like if you were just bumbling around, everybody, yeah, okay. any cast member knows what's okay. going on. All I right. mean, we asked one guy, Do you, "Can we, when we build our lightsaber, can we send that back to the room so we don't have to carry it around?" And they know they all know. that. Oh, yeah. Okay, you're going to tell us about that later in the show, right? Yes. How to build a lightsaber. Yeah. Um, is that I part of that ride? I hope this isn't ride? for you guys. No, I think <laughs> it's yeah. completely fascinating. Is it, no, it's not part of it. It is a separate experience that you also have to book in advance. Kenny, do you want to? I'm just fascinated with Jason, uh, that I learned something about Jason, that he's pushing buttons and pushing the limit and just testing oh, everybody's yeah. <laughs> patience. Well, and, I think probably one of the benefits of him being there all the time is he can kind of feel comfortable yeah. knowing, like, okay, I've done yeah. this before. Let's see what we can do. Is he being snarky to the yeah. actors? Like, hey, 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 Skywalker, I got a question for you. Uh, doing he's that very kind of- polite, but he's mischievous, you yeah. know? I mean, it's it's funny. You know, I totally understand and get now why they go back there all the time. Being with them, I totally get it. Because, you know, when you're listening, you're like, oh, my God, he's going to Disney again. (laughs) Like, some people are actually mean about it, which is ridiculous. People should be able to do whatever they want on their vacation. But my thing is, now I understand, because not only does he have the freedom to not be recognized everywhere he's going, he can be himself and not... Because everywhere Jason goes, people know who he is, Mm -hmm. you know? And Mm -hmm. that is... I was kind of like that in my hometown, not to that extent, but I get it. You know, it can be overwhelming. So he can be free to just be a human being. He does get recognized sometimes, though, when he's there. But I imagine, again, just like anything, you, you go a few times, you kind of feel comfortable, you've got the lay of the land, you've, you can explore different things, you see things differently that maybe you didn't see the first time. I they mean, know when they've installed a new bathroom somewhere. 
They've been going for seven years. They know they're like that's a new bathroom. Yeah, and they'll take a picture of it and talk about it on their podcast. That's, that's insane. It's crazy. They're like that is a new bar. That's a new little but kiosk. Again, we all benefit as a result, right? Because you know, if we're going for the first time, we've got some. We've got a leg up, as it were. Oh yeah. Yep. Yep. Okay. Yep. So um, when we come back uh, after we're and don't worry, we're going to hear more about this. Oh my gosh! I'll be here all week, folks. I'll be here all week. <laughs> um, also, the the lightsaber is that a part of the ride experience? That's a whole separate. It's experience. a whole separate okay. thing that you have to book and pay for. When we come back, can we talk about a couple celebrity stories? Yeah, so I think Lindsay Lohan needs a talking to. Yeah, and we maybe also need to check in on Rob Kardashian. Do you guys talk a lot about the Kardashians? Um, it's kind of banned, <laughs> except Elizabeth brings it up in her dirt alert, which oh. Jason's like, "Oh no!" But I just. You know, when the stories are big, you got to talk about it. We just kind of have a feeling, a special feeling about Rob, because he's the one that's kind of, well, being hidden away from the cameras, and they're trying to bring him back, and the way they're doing it is kind of frustrating. Sad. So I think we'll get to that. And you saw uh, Star Wars, if you want to talk about that. Oh, yeah. So Star Wars, the movie, like, for those of us who can't, you know, make it to Galaxy's Edge, mm-hmm. I can tell you that, um, well, can we talk about it now? Do we go, hmm. when do we go till? You know, uh... About now. Okay. So, you know what? We'll do that later. <laughs> we come back right here on My Talk 107.1. Welcome back to the Jason Alexis in the Morning Show. Don't worry. Dawn is going to tell us all about Kylo Ren coming at her buggy later in the show. But you are listening to uh, I'm Bradley Trainer along with Dawn. And then we've got Kenny and Rob, of course. It's just about 7.31 on this post-holiday first Although we're still in between, it's fine. It's Monday. We're good. Um, I wanted to get to the story about Lindsay Lohan. Yes. I don't know what you guys think of Lindsay Lohan, but um, she's perennially trying to make herself a thing. And I always feel like with her, we're like, Lindsay, stop trying to be a thing. Yeah. Because maybe you're not um, ready to be a thing just yet. Yeah. So the latest story, anyway, is that she's trying to, um, she's basically dry humping Liam Hemsworth's leg again on social media. Oh. So I thought we could catch up with her. Did you um, pay attention to her with the masked singer at all? No. Oh, she was trying to get on there, she right? Was, no, she actually hosted it. Oh, she but did? But the Australia version. Oh. So she was the Australia version. I didn't know that they had judge. another version. <laughs> she put on a fake accent oh, and called God. everybody mate. <laughs> Thankfully, well, actually, unfortunately, rather, no. Oh. Um, she didn't, but that's, um, she, she, she just has this ability to work herself, not really, but tries to work herself into these mainstream celebrity stories somehow. On that show, um, before she was trying to dry hump Liam Hemsworth leg, uh, <laughs> she was trying to make herself relevant with Cody Simpson. Uh-huh. Why is that important? Well, because Cody Simpson right now is hot because he's dating Miley Cyrus. So yeah. of course Lindsay Lohan and he was on that show. He was on them he was one of the masked singers in Australia oh, this last season. It all is making so sense. He, he shows up on that show and then she tries to have this awkward conversation about like you never paid me for all the furniture that I gave you and my sister because he dated her sister at one point he did yeah and every time she tries Allie to insert, Lohan Allie Lohan thank you yeah Allie she Lohan wants and people Cody to know that she's dating. connected to people that are actually that people care about now exactly and everybody's listening going the only reason you're telling us this is because you want us to think you're relevant and you're on the Australian masked singer <laughs> so in the world of relevant celebrities <laughs> no. maybe not number one also we have a whole deep track theory about 
um, what she really does for money that we could spend on. Which is, you know, involves payment. Yeah. For things. Have you heard of yachts? Yachting. Yeah. 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 Okay. Anyway, but, um, but now, as I said, she's dry humping. (laughs) Why would be my question? Why? She needs money, Kenny. No, not her. Of course she's going to do anything. Uh, who is, who, who, why, what, no. Who wants save, her? Is that save, what you're saying? What are the save, questions, Kenny? Save your money. No, don't, don't. Yeah, if you're going like to pay for spend, it, why a, choose her? Is that what you're saying? a very expensive case of clap. I mean, don't, don't, no. Yeah, but Stop. it's not everybody who can say they got clap from Lindsay Lohan. Uh, no, 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 no. Oh, you don't no. like redheads? Come on, I, You know, she was a delightful child and all of that, but yeah. she is just... One big, huge, hot mess. Yeah, and she goes around the world continuing to be a hot mess, finding a paycheck. And somehow there's always somebody willing to sort of, you know, she had that show on MTV. It crashed and burned. Uh, and it, that was in Greece mm-hmm. with these she had two a club clubs. In but she didn't have a club because the truth is she can't afford to buy a nightclub in Mykonos. She did what? it? No, you mean she didn't have. She doesn't own those. Oh, she signed my God. the rights away to her name, so they could call it that because the business people involved wanted to make money off her name, and she had a name to rent. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. Well, I know that those clubs are now closed, right? Oh yeah, they absolutely, yeah, absolutely are closed, closed. Um, and mostly because the show is over. Sure. So MTV pulled out, thereby removing you know the the need to have her name attached to those okay. clubs. Gotcha. Okay, so what is she doing now with Liam Hemsworth? Okay, so I, I did I did say, I did tease you with, she was dry humping uh, Liam Hemsworth. And that's because she does this thing on social media where she'll go onto Instagram and he's now single. And he, she's been trying to connect with him since Miley and Liam have broken up. Do you notice a theme here? Oh, no. I feel like everywhere yeah. Miley is. It's... There's kinda, Lindsay Lohan. It's like she's the bootleg child star. She kind of is the bootleg child <laughs> because star. Because Miley is the number one child star. Yeah, she's a successful child star. Yeah, who has And not that you I can't mean, have empathy for the horrible train wreck of a life that Lindsay Lohan was forced to have as a kid. I mean, she literally was turned loose on L.A. at like 12. Yeah, it's kind of like without Drew Without her parents, mm. literally. Um, anyway, so Liam Hemsworth on his Instagram posts something like a surfing photo, like, hey, wow, what an epic day this was. Great to wrap up the year. Thanks, surf. I'll be back soon, blah, blah, blah. Lindsay Lohan, prayer emoji. Oh. What? She's praying. Is he shirtless or something? Prayer emoji? What is... Like, like, again, when you're a celebrity and you're commenting on people's Instagram, you know, there's a reason. What, pray tell, is the reason that she's giving praying hand emojis? Now, they're also saying that this is her second attempt. Yeah. That, because, yeah. Well, I think it's obvious. She's hoping for a hookup. She's praying for, yeah. you know, a hookup. She, then they, she, she replied, why? She, he put a snap up of him and his brother. And she goes, why didn't we meet in Sydney or Bondi? <laughs> Fans weren't happy about that. Yeah, no, nor should they be because they're like run as far away from her as you possibly can. Why didn't we meet up? Because I don't know you. She also tried to get the role. <laughs> so, like, Lindsay, who is your psycho? Yeah. That, well, they also, they also, um, she was trying to get the role of Ariel in the live action Disney remake. She wanted to be Ariel. And so she would post pictures of her, uh, or on her Instagram of Ariel or, you know, in response to, uh, to, to the news stories about, um, them doing live action, live action Disney. 
um, Little Mermaid. Gosh. Yeah. I'm, uh, She's a hot mess. She's I think that mess. some decisions were made early in her career where she went the wrong way and people don't really want to. It's done, you know, unfortunately. I think it's one of those things, and we're talking about Lindsay Lohan. I think it's one of those things where she has just enough money and not enough good people in her life to continue the train wreck. Right. Right? So she she may have dealt with some of her issues, and, like, clearly she was able to pull things together, because you'll remember she had that series with Oprah. Right. Um, but Oprah, um, it was like a limited, it was like a one-time thing where it she did like an eight-part series with Oprah and Oprah would come in and like... like Give her counsel. You know, be like, girl, you can't behave this way because she would not show up for things. Yeah. So it was like a chance. Oprah gave her a chance. <clears throat> and she kind of screwed up that chance, didn't she? She screwed up that chance and then she goes off and she's like, I had this chance to like work in a nightclub. And Oprah's like, yeah, that is not a good idea. Because you, you and have nightclub, substance abuse problems. This is not a good idea. And right. she's like, oh, I think I'll be fine. And that's when she goes off to London, does her thing. She ends up being with a guy who's like a Russian the oligarch. The Russian czar. Yeah, who ends up like um, hitting her. Yeah. And it gets violent. And then she goes to Greece because she finds this rich dude who's got some nightclubs. Gets MTV to cut her a paycheck. And then she moves to Australia. Oh, she's in Australia now? Well, that's where she was. Then she came back here. Yeah, okay. She's also rumored to be an art thief. Excuse me? The list goes on. Is she clean? I don't know. I mean, that's the one thing. You feel like she has to be stable enough to do some of these gigs, but... Now, remember the dance that she was doing at her nightclub where they were talking... The MTV show was being filmed, and there was a dance. Actually, you and Colleen recreated that dance. Oh, yeah. She signature. looked pretty loopy. Yeah. She looked like she was drunk. I mean, I wouldn't be, you know, again, somebody like her who's been struggling her whole life, would it be a shock to know that she had uh, fallen off the wagon? No. A few cocktails. It, it yeah. doesn't seem to me that she'd be struggling, that, that, that this would not be a struggle. This is just, this is how it is. Yeah. You know, I'm not trying to stay clean here. It's like me with smoking. Yeah, it's bad, but God, I love it. Yeah. I just love it. <laughs> Yeah, it's going to kill you, Kenny. I know, but at least I'm happy. Oh, man. You yeah. know, it's, yeah. it's got to be one of those things. Well, what does she do for, I wonder how much her net worth is right now. Like, has she burned through all her money? Does she need work? I feel like she's living she on other save? people's money right yeah. now. Really? I don't think she's... Yeah, no net worth at all. Yeah. Oh, that is so sad because she's been in so many movies and it's just, but you know, she had a career. Would, she did. And there was a period where when she went through rehab and she was getting back on her feet and right before the Oprah thing, it was like, oh, this could be a chance for her to turn it all around. And, um, you know, that chance was was frittered away. And then it's it's like, well, I mean, I, I feel like she's got to find somebody who's going to be her next meal ticket. So that's what we're just waiting for now, now that she's done with The Masked Singer. Well, hopefully she won't go go back to yachting you know that's i can't get the picture of her humping this hemsworth guy his leg <laughs> and him trying to act cool like it's not happening like, you know like he's up mm, like he there's nothing he like he continues to kind have no just shaking oh her off God, and it's like, he doesn't yeah. even reply no celebrity wants to be like associated with her like, no maybe no he's muted her that's what i do with a lot of people oh. i just put them on mute so they don't realize you can do that on instagram i guess I oh i don't know about that yeah no, on Twitter. On Twitter he, for sure. He yeah, mutes yeah. people on Twitter all the yeah. time. Yeah. And he 
people bother him. What are people bothering you with? Oh, including all of, yeah, including all of you. So <laughs> don't uh, don't well, try tweeting he told me. me. One less person I have to interact with. I'm fine with that. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> no wonder we get along so well. Kenny told me one day he's like, I had to mute you yeah, on Twitter. I, I go, I don't so, care. It's sorry, fine. Hon, I don't even know what I was. <laughs> We're done on Twitter. Dear it wasn't like but anything. At least he cared enough to share that with. It you, was right? just like me. All I do is like retweet. I rarely say anything. The other day I was like, I love. Farm equipment, and I posted a picture of this carrot. By the way, machine. I watched that like five times. That there thing you go. Is fascinating, isn't it? We, yeah. You know, we've done several segments on our show about random YouTube spirals. I spent the good, uh, a better part of a day, yeah, watching this woman in her kitchen make um, fermented vegetables, <laughs> and I couldn't stop watching. It was video after video after. Vi- I'm like, this is really. I love healthy. weird, like hay balers, strange farm equipment, how they harvest things, because it's just so fascinating how they make these machines now that just lift all the carrots up out of the ground, and then they just go right into the thing. Next, you have to look up how they harvest pumpkins, because that, too, is equally fascinating. Oh, cool. And then doesn't it just make you want to watch, like, how they harvest everything? Yes. Yeah. Tomatoes. Yeah, it's a totally. vortex, yep. Because I couldn't tell you how they harvest tomatoes. Does I mean, somebody here, pick the tomato? Does a machine pick the tomato? These are the questions we will find the answers to. As you can see, we've gone from Lindsay Lohan, humping well, Liam Hemsworth's worth leg to my fault harvesting no i'm vegetables i'm actually more excited to talk about harvesting vegetables than i am Lindsay lohan (laughs) and when we come back i really 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 want to talk about having sex with other human species okay sure so if we could do that if you could get your uh science hat on sure we'll do that when we come back right here on my (laughs) talk 107.1 did your grandparents have sex with Neanderthals? <laughs> We're about to find out. Oh, God. And what it means for your anxiety disorder, actually. <laughs> yeah. Oddly enough. Good morning. Where am I? <laughs> what did I tune into? Oh, man. You're listening to Jason Alexis in the morning. It's Monday, December 30th, 7.45 in the a.m. Uh, hopefully, you are well on your way to beginning your day. If not, just grab another cup of coffee and join us for a little... Uh, Neanderthal sex chat. Hey, Dawn. Hey. You, you know, I love to talk about these science stories, and so you brought do I. one that I'm really excited to dig into. Yeah, most I know that you like this because uh, you know most of the time on the show, I I read articles like this, and then I don't really put it on our show grid because I know Jason and Alexis don't usually <laughs> like science stories. You know, so I'm like, yeah. eh. You know, it's entertainment to me. No, this is the stuff that just, you know, really gets me excited. Oh, okay. So anytime you're talking about prehistoric, man, if you want to talk about Homo floresiensis uh, yes. at length, we can do that. Okay, podcast, so we have though. found out. <laughs> oh, sorry. sorry. Ancient humans procreated with at least four other species. Okay, okay. so Homo sapiens procreated with other species. So when you say species, you don't mean dogs and cats. You mean no. other human species. Uh, right, so like, or sh- we should say cousins of humanity. Exactly, the ones that didn't make the cut. Yeah. So Neanderthals are one of them. Okay. Denisovians. Yes. Guy's name's De- Dennis, I guess. Yeah, y- let's yeah. call him Dennis. Uh, mm-hmm. And the Dennis are actually kind of like Neanderthals, I think. Yes, I'm not. I would have to go into a deep dive on what they exactly are, but uh, everybody knows a Neanderthal. Yeah. Okay. So. They have found uh, through uh, extreme genetics, DNA testing, and, and of course, they go into caves and find old bones, basically. Yep. And they've really developed a way to find out. These have been mixed. There have been 
frequent mixing events with Homo sapiens and mostly Neanderthals. Mixing events? Mixing like, events. Like yeah, a key it's like party the, where yeah. everybody puts your keys in the ball. <laughs> yeah, you just take you just your, pick, right. You know, yeah. Your mammoth femur. And, uh, cross-species liaisons, they're calling it. Oh, cross-species um, liaison. Yes, it happened times in Europe and other times in Asia, specifically. Oh. So, um so they're doing archaeological Europeans work, are always genetic very data. weird sexual. They're, they always go a little bit too far. They'll drag right. it through anything. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Could put a finer point on it. Okay, so there's also a, a couple of other ancient hominid species, uh, and they are H1 and H2. So oh, they e, sound H1 really fun E-H2. at parties. Hi, I'm H1. <laughs> So, so um, let's just focus, though, on um, this is what fascinated me about this, that um, most Europeans and Asians have approximately 2% Neanderthal DNA. Okay. And when you get down to that, Neanderthal DNA influences particular traits in humans. So they do this little map, and they show if you have part Neanderthal, you're more likely to have the following things. Urinary tract disorders. Well. Malnutrition. Wow. Hypercoagulation, which would involve your blood and your heart, so heart disease, and then depression and addiction to tobacco. Candy. Oh, well, uh, <laughs> candy. I, I was feeling pretty, feeling pretty good about myself for the first two, but then, uh, yeah, okay. So Kenny's got at least two percent. Do you guys ever send your blood into those genealogy places? Oh, yeah. you, you do, huh? I'm I kind I've, of. I've never done that. I'm kind of uh, obsessive compulsive because you can also then once you get your data, you can then upload it to there's like a um, sort of an open source uh, yes. DNA bank. Yeah. Um, which, by the way, has found serial killers. Yes. Um, that Golden State killer. That's how they found. That's how they found right, him because right. a relative uploaded. But then there. there are other services who will let you upload their results and then you get all sorts of data on like your family was, you know, 20% early farmers or Bronze Age hunters. Yes. Mm, that kind of stuff, yeah. Yes, I have not done that because I am very tinfoil hat about Yeah, all I, I was things. just going to say, you may as well you just send me. it right to the CIA. Yes, I'm like, I, mean, I don't want it, them to have my DNA. Me. I mean, I don't know. I don't like it. I don't. It makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. And I don't think you should give it as gifts. That's I've how, made that's that point how, on the show before. That's how they keep track of us. Why don't you think they should make it as a gift? Because... If there is some type of an issue going on within a family, oh sure, with like you know your mother or father had mm-hmm. something happen to him, it doesn't have to be an affair. It can be something that's like I had a terrible experience, yeah, and I, I was get, raped. Yeah. I yeah. don't want to say the no, R word I, there, but honestly, it could be something like that, and they have to save. The child from knowing that information. Well, here, yeah, what I would say. I don't then know. Is it's just tricky. Have and it's a conversation. Weird. Like, would you? Because I've done this uh, several times in my family and Jamie's family. We gave it as gifts, and you have the conversation about whether or not it's something you want to do. And if it is, then you can do it. Because to your point, there are so many people who are learning things about themselves. Yeah. that they had no. Someone gave intention. my daughter it as a gift, and I don't know this person, and yeah. that upset me because of you know i was a teen mom you know there was no question to me who her father was but what if this wasn't something you know it's just like don't do that and here's a great example in my own family my grandma was she had seven children my mom is one of seven 
she apparently had. So now we've learned through this kind of stuff mm-hmm. that our my aunt does not have the same dad as my mother. Wow. And she just learned this at 80 years old, that her dad, the only parent that she had raise her, because she didn't really, her mom, you know, my grandma was basically a drunk and left the family when my mom was one. Then we come to find out that half of the kids aren't even. Oh, that's too real. And it's really yeah. real. And yeah. it's it's mm-hmm. like sad for my aunt, Catherine, because she's 80. Yeah, that's something you don't want to tread lightly. And they, you know, I just, it makes me uncomfortable because I'm like, they, everyone's kind of gossiping and I find it fascinating, but I just feel so bad for her. Yeah, you isn't, know? isn't life a struggle enough? It is. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's just be careful with that. Kind I'm of just stuff. over here trying to find out how much Neanderthal is in me. <laughs> I know. That's what, I, that's what I'm, I'm wondering. Sorry to go, These to cave, go dark. <laughs> back to the caveman key parties. Yeah. <laughs> what, what triggered this? Yeah, what's the point time? for all this? Yeah, why are they. What are we doing here? Um, what did they? Well, they yeah. So what? What are they learning home. as a result? Presumably, they're learning how those kinds of conditions are created, or where you know, the, maybe they're, this is just sort of like fun trivia as a result of finding out where anxiety is on your genome, right? So, yes. which then allows them sure. to create drugs to sure. I think it's interesting because you know the the they didn't make it. The other species didn't make it. I always find that good, fascinating. For like, probably good reasons. Because you know they had these little hobbit people that lived on this island for thousands of Liang years. Liangbua Cave in Indonesia? Is that what you're talking on about? On Floriensis? Or, yes. Yeah, Flores. The island Flores. of Flores. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're these, they were literally like three feet tall. Yes. They're talking about that too. So the only place that they find this EH2 hominid is... Near Liangbua Cave in Flores, Indonesia. Yeah, that's the kind of stuff that I think is incredibly fascinating. Yeah. How vast were the differences between these two species that were uh, partying together? I mean, well, are one we was talking. A hobbit. Yeah, are was... we talking the Hobbit? And then here comes a suave caveman with yeah. his pocket watch. And, you <laughs> and know, then you got the Neanderthal over there that wins everything because he just drags with her out with a giant head yeah. by her hair. Yeah. Like, come on, woman. Yeah. Come Although, on, little hobbit woman. Th- and they apparently were very <laughs> redheaded Neanderthals. Oh. Colleen believes that she is a direct descendant of a Neanderthal because oh, she has red hair. I've never heard that. Mm-hmm. Ooh, fascinating. You know, when I was in school, I didn't find this stuff as fascinating when I was trying to, you know, you know, study for tests. You're like, oh, God. But now, as an adult, I'm totally into it. Yeah, that's why, like, you know, if they tell me to, like, spit in a thing and they can tell me, you know, how many generations back, I'm I'm all in. Recent family, I don't care so much. Oh, yeah. 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 So, the family you know. Yeah, yeah. Like, they're no fun. Well, in order to make it interesting, <laughs> they have to mix sex in with everything. I mean, can you imagine how fun math would be if they could have somehow fit sex <laughs> oh, there you into go. the equation? <laughs> that's when I One plus been, one. Yeah. Equals fun. (laughs) (laughs) Did they tell you um, anything about the the sexual interactions? They just know they had sex. Well, they didn't have like webcams up or or anything. Where they probably did it in a cave. How do you communicate Um, to a and, and in front of everybody? Maybe you know you know that Kenny. You know that early man didn't have the same boundaries, perhaps. Boundaries. Yeah, Yeah. Let's just. Let's just pretend. What do you want it to be? Mm-hmm. I want a bedroom door that locks. Oh, okay. Yeah. Good. Good to know. Are the lights on or off? On. Oh. And are the shades drawn? Partially. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and do you? does your room face the street? I hope so. <laughs> Beautiful.
for an More easy on the escape. sex lives of Kenny and Neanderthals <laughs> upon our return oh in the 8 o'clock hour. Wow, this has gone by fast. Jason Alexis. Well... <laughs> Time flies when you're talking about sex. Yeah. Maybe we'll do that in the next hour. We'll also talk about New Year's Eve. Dawn's got a little Dreamweaver. And we've got a dirt alert for you. We'll be right back. It's a beautiful day.